Welcome to the Queen of Pep Talks podcast. I am the Queen of Pep Talks, Jessica Battle, founder and CEO of the Join Jessica XO brand, where I coach, speak, and influence women to improve their mindsets so they can become happier healthier, and more successful than ever before. I am obsessed with helping women create the unwavering ability to believe in themselves in order to achieve a life beyond their wildest dreams. Each week, I'll bring you a series of pep talks that will encourage you to break through your own limiting beliefs and help you develop the mindset that will allow you to show up in your life to the best of your ability. If you're looking to lose your own bullshit excuses, get out of your own way and grow into your infinite potential, Well then, you're in the right place. Are you with me? Let's dive in. Hello, my love, and welcome back to another episode of the Queen of Pep Talks podcast. Happy Friday. It is Friday. I love that Friday feeling. I have implemented for the last probably year and a half, Fridays in my business are what I refer to as queen days. So they are no coaching days. I don't go into Boxer. I don't take any calls. I don't host any trainings. And it is so rewarding and fulfilling to be really intentional with your schedule and have really strong boundaries in your business. If you are a coach or you own your own business, you know that one of the most difficult parts of having your own business is the difficulty in disconnecting because you feel responsible for everything and you're probably obsessed with the work that you do. So it can make turning off almost like nearly impossible at times. It has been a big work in progress for me to create really strong boundaries in my business and feel really good unplugging from work without guilt, without feeling bad about it, trusting that my clients are going to be okay. I highly recommend if you have a coaching business, you should have at least one day a week where you are not doing calls. You need space to be creative in your business. And it can be really hard to be creative, to get into that creative flow and energy when you are coaching all of the time. So if you don't have a day set aside for you, a CEO day, a queen day, whatever you want to call it, you should start implementing that ASAP. Your clients will be okay without you. I can pinky promise you that they understand that you are human and you need time off too. Okay. Wasn't expecting to share that little pep talk with you, but I hope that you will implement a day to yourself. I am very excited for this queen day in particular because Chris and I are leaving for Atlantic City today. I am recording this obviously a couple of days in advance. It is Wednesday. Oh my gosh. No, it's only Tuesday right now. I'm so excited to get to the weekend that I keep trying to skip by the days but I'm trying to get as far ahead as possible so that I can take Saturday and Sunday off because it is my wedding anniversary. Six years, you guys. I have no idea how I have been married for six years. Sometimes I cannot even believe that I have been in a committed, loving, happy relationship for over eight years with someone. I'm telling you, if you knew me in my past life, you would be like, who is this woman sitting in front of us today? I think we all feel that way. Like teenage me, 20 year old me, 25 year old me, whoo, girl, I was a hot mess express. I am so happy that I've grown up the way that I have. And I'm so grateful that I put so much time and energy into becoming the person that I am today. But I'm so excited to spend the weekend celebrating with Chris in Atlantic City. 
If you can't tell by now, this is a life update. Welcome to your Friday episode where this is a life update. I kind of just dove right into the things that I'm excited to talk about. I'm going to talk about a few things that have been going on with me, obviously starting at my trip to Atlantic City this weekend. When you're hearing this, I may be en route already, probably not if you listen early in the morning, but we are headed down to Atlantic City. I'm very excited. We're going to Carmine's for dinner for our anniversary. Their gnocchi is like the best in the whole entire world. And I am very, very, very excited. We are going to go to a day pool party on Saturday. And then we have our dinner date on Saturday night. And then we will probably come home early Sunday morning because that's just the type of trip people that we are. Are you the type that makes the most of your last day there? The only people that Chris and I ever really travel with locally is my best friend, Rebecca, and her husband, William. If you guys are listening, hi. I know sometimes they listen to me on their Alexa in the morning while they're making breakfast. I love that. You guys are the best. The only people that we really travel with locally are them. And they're the type of people who make the most out of their final day. Like they will definitely go get brunch and like go hang out for the afternoon before they head home. Chris and I are very much like we wake up at 6am and we are hitting the road, depending on how late we were out the night before. But we're definitely the type of people that we would rather wake up early, drive home and get back into bed and lay in our own bed with our kids cats. That's just who we are. So I need to know, are you awake up first thing in the morning and peace out? Or are you making the most of your final day on a trip? Anytime Chris and I go on a vacation, like a big vacation, we always say on the last day, we're going to make the most of it. We're going to have so much fun. We're going to hang out late. And then we're going to wake up that morning. We're going to get in the pool and have a drink. And we never, ever do. And we finally have come to the point where we're like, why are we trying to be something that we're not? We know that we're very much people like, it's time to go. Let's get home. So we never make the most of our final day. I want to know, which are you? Tell me, send me a DM on Instagram, but I'm very excited for that. Six years of marriage. If you guys missed the lessons in love masterclass, it was free this month. No, gosh, we're in March already. Jeez. It was free in February, but it's inside of the join Jessica XO Facebook community. So if you want to listen, that was a really powerful masterclass on staying in a really loving relationship. Because the truth is, it's not easy when you're growing and changing and your partners may be staying the same. It can feel difficult sometimes. It can feel lonely sometimes. You can feel misunderstood. And I know for me, being misunderstood was like immediate defense mechanisms going up. I am like done with this conversation. I am shutting down. I've had to grow a lot emotionally to be in a relationship this happy and this healthy. And I shared a lot of that inside of lessons and love. So if you're interested in that, if you have a partner and you want to hear me speak on love and relationships and transforming your life lessons and love masterclasses inside of the JJXO community on Facebook, there's a link in the show notes of this episode. If you click to join it, it'll be inside of the guide section for you. Other things that are going on with me in my personal life, I started script writing for HPS. So to catch you up real quick in case you don't tune in all the time, that's okay. I am currently taking an eight-month graduate-level course with Heroic Public Speaking where I am crafting a 45-minute keynote speech that I am one day going to be paid tens of thousands of dollars to deliver on stages in front of tens of thousands of people. That is me manifesting my future right here with you in real time. I can't wait for the day that we get to come back to this episode and be like, Jessica, do you remember on Tuesday, March 7th, when you said that you were going to do this and now here, look at you, you did it. That's going to be the best feeling in the whole entire world. 
it's going to be so good. But we have started script writing. So my script has to be approximately 6,000 words. Last week, no, it was probably about two or three weeks ago now, we submitted an outline to our mentors. We're working with AJ Harper, who is a very popular, well-known ghostwriter. She's ghostwritten for a lot of very popular best-selling books, and she is incredible. We got to submit our script outlines to her, and she gave us feedback, and it felt so good that at the top of my outline, she wrote, fantastic job, Jessica. You did such a great job, and then she gave me some really constructive feedback that can help me improve the script even more. So now that we have gotten that feedback, we have started writing. I have written 3,000 words of my 6,000-word speech, And something that my mentor said to us in one of our calls recently, she was like, just let your first draft of this suck. Sometimes we go into doing new things in life with this expectation of like, this is going to be good. And I've talked about this recently, but if I don't get it right on the first time, then there's somehow something wrong with me and I just must not be meant for this. I've really had to work on embracing the suck in this process because I've never done this before. I've delivered a lot of masterclasses and I've delivered a lot of trainings and I speak thousands and thousands of words like a week, right? Between the podcast and my coaching, I speak so much. 98% of my speaking is from my heart and from the things that feel top of mind and the things that feel relevant. Writing and memorizing a script are something that I have never, ever done before. So it feels very different. This process is so different than any process that I have ever used to deliver anything. Even right now, this podcast, I have like four bullet points in front of me and the rest is just being spoken from my heart and from my soul. So this is very different. And with different often can come feelings of resistance and feelings of being a beginner and feeling like I don't know what I'm doing. And when we have struggled with perfectionism in the past, which I have for a long time called myself a perfectionist, I've come so far from that, but that still doesn't mean that there isn't a desire to do it well, right? I don't think it has to be right the first time. I don't think it has to be perfect the first time, but I want to prove to myself that I'm capable of doing something that is at least well done at a minimum. So our mentor, AJ Harper, has really been telling us like, just allow your first draft to suck, like allow it to be really shitty. Just get the words on paper. We are going to edit it together. You're going to edit it a ton in second term when you're up on your feet and you're practicing and you're rehearsing. So I'm just doing it. I'm not overthinking. I'm getting the words on paper. I've actually had to start waking up earlier. You may have noticed I've been getting up earlier the last week or so. I've started getting up around 5.30 or 6 again, rather than like 6.30 or 7 to carve out time to dedicate to writing my speech because As a business owner, I know sometimes people think like, oh my gosh, all you do is post on Instagram. I'm actually very busy in the work that I do between the podcasts and course creation and my clients and my own personal development and taking care of myself and taking care of a household. There's a lot and it is a lot to hold. Um, And I found recently, it's like by the end of the day, my brain is just completely wiped out and I don't have any creative energy left to writing my script. And I don't want it to become something that gets put on the back burner because I am busy. And I'm sharing this because it's evidence that we will carve out and create and find time to fit in the things that really matter to us. I paid $30,000 for this course. There's no way in hell I'm going to allow myself to put this on the back burner and not give it everything I've got. I am my most creative and I 
feel my most fresh early in the morning. So that is when we have been carving out time to dedicate to the script. And over the last week, it's worked out really well. I've, I've been able to write like 500 words a day. So I'm making some really good progress. We turn in a draft for feedback the day actually that you are hearing this on Friday. So I'm looking forward to potentially getting some feedback on my script so far. Nowhere near done and nowhere near perfect, but it is a work in progress. And I'm very excited for that. We have a lot of time left inside of this course, but somehow we're like nine weeks in already. <laughs> time is passing, whether we are working towards what we want in life or not. That was actually Thursday's exclusive episode over on exclusive pep talks with the queen. I talked about the fact that your life is passing you by, regardless of if you're working towards what you want or not. So I challenge you to ask yourself, am I using how long my dreams are going to take to fulfill as an excuse to not show up and achieve them? I got a long road in front of me, sis, like so long. <laughs> how long is it going to take for me to get where I want to be in terms of being a well-known keynote speaker? Probably potentially years. That time is going to pass regardless. So am I going to work towards fulfilling my goals and dreams or not? You bet your pretty little butt I am. You bet your pretty little butt I am. So that is my progress with HPS. I know so many of you are interested in that. So I'm happy to provide you with an update. The other thing I wanted to chat about is my workout routine. Y'all, I have been literally killing it in the gym. I say the gym, it's actually the third bedroom in our house, which is where I work out. I really do need to join a gym because I am just like outgrowing the weights that we have here. I am getting so strong. I can't even believe it. Tomorrow, so the day before you are hearing this, is actually my final workout for the three-month program Body Beast. It took me about 13 weeks to get through it. It's a 12-week program, but I added in an additional rest day, a bunch of weeks, because I'm just trying to increase my strength, which the program is set up to be six days a week, and I knew I needed like a little bit of extra rest some days. So I've been doing like one to two rest days a week, probably off and on probably averaging closer to two days a week. Actually, I'm resting, but I feel really good. And my strength has increased like crazy tomorrow. When I finish the program, I'm actually going to do a comparison as to where I started with certain exercise and where I ended. But yesterday I trained back and I cannot even tell you, I was literally throwing my 50 pound dumbbells around like they were 15s. Like I was using them for so many moves. I was using them for rows, for one arm rows, for deadlifts, for pullovers. I was so proud of myself. And I'm like, wow, I'm really getting strong. So Body Beast is the program that I actually did leading up to my wedding. And I wondered when I started the program, if it was going to bring back triggering memories of the time leading up to my wedding. It's actually so ironic. Wow. That I'm finishing it right before my anniversary. When I literally finished it right before my wedding. That's crazy. It was not intentional at all, but I was wondering, is this going to bring back weird memories of like dieting and trying to get as skinny as possible? Because my focus then was not strength. I did get really strong. This is an incredible program, but I was worried about that. And it feels so good to say, like, I didn't do this program for a physical transformation in the way that you can see. I did it to see how strong I could get. I actually chose the bulk. Like the last time I chose the lean beast is when I, I chose, I think, the huge beast, which is like where it's intentional for you to just put on mass and get really strong. I'm feeling really, really good. My plan is to do lift more. Again, this will be my third round doing lift more. I loved that program so much. I'm really excited to get back to it. But I do really need to think about joining a gym probably when spring breaks because I just actually hate going outside in the cold more than literally anything. 
So I do want to join a gym because I need heavier weights. The heaviest I have here is 50 pounds dumbbells. And then I have one 60 pound dumbbell. So I can do some moves with it, but I need heavier. And I also want access to some equipment so I can start training other body parts that I don't or can't effectively do here with just dumbbells. So that's my little rant on exercise. It feels really good to have such a solid relationship with exercise and with my relationship with food. I do have standards for myself, which is something I think I touched on this on Monday's episode. I think a lot of people think sometimes when you heal your relationship with food or you let go of dieting, that it just means you have no standard for the way that you treat yourself. And sure, some people go to that extreme where it's like they don't think about what they're putting in their body or moving their body. That's definitely not the route that I have gone because I want to be healthy and I want to feel good above all else. And I know that I feel my best when I'm taking care of myself, when I'm eating vegetables, when I'm prioritizing protein, when I'm avoiding a lot of extra snacking for no reason, when I am getting enough sleep, when I'm exercising, when I'm walking, walking makes such a tremendous difference in how I feel throughout my days. I've really been working to get 10 to 12 K steps in every day, some days even upwards of 15, just because it feels so good. I am my most creative on walks. If you ever feel like frustrated in your business or any area of your life, really give yourself an opportunity to go on a walk. One of my favorite things to do is get on my treadmill, put on my favorite song, blast it and scream the song like as loud as I can and dance on my treadmill. Just be careful because I have almost fallen on my treadmill a handful of times, (laughs) but Those are stories for another time, but I'm not kidding you. If you ever feel a lack of creativity in your business, go out for a walk. Sometimes we think that working means we have to be sitting at a desk behind our computer, typing away on our keyboard. That's not what work has to look like, right? Work gets to look like whatever you want it to look like. It can be walking on a treadmill and voice noting yourself. It can be out in nature, clearing your mind and decompressing so that you can come back in and be more creative. Sometimes we try and force things when we feel like, oh, this feels off. This doesn't feel good. We try and force it. And mm, that's just not the energy that works for me. And it doesn't work for most people. So if you feel yourself trying to force things and you're like, gosh, I need to do something, but I don't feel creative right now. Disconnect from it. Go do something to live your life. Have fun. Get out in nature. Go for a walk. And I bet the creativity that you're looking for will probably start to land in. The only other thing that I wanted to share with you guys, because I got a lot of messages about this when I shared on social media, I think it was about two weeks ago, Chris and I went to see Cocaine Bear. He really wanted to see it. We saw the preview for it when we went to see Knock at the Cabin, which I shared on, I think, the last life update. We don't go to the movies a lot. We've gone twice in the last like two months, which is very rare because we normally go like twice a year. But when we went to see Knock at the Cabin, Chris saw the preview for Cocaine Bear. And he was like, this looks funny. We should come and see it. I was like, this looks ridiculous. It actually turned out to be way funnier than I thought that it was going to be. It was very humorous. Like there was no real, like there was a little bit of a dark side to it, but primarily just humor. It was really funny. If you're looking for a silly laugh, not like genuinely funny, but like a silly laugh or like a goofy laugh or like this is so ridiculous, you'll laugh at it. I would recommend seeing Cocaine Bear. Probably don't pay to go to the movies to see it. Just wait for it to come out on TV. But it was worth the watch. I would watch it again. Definitely when it comes out on TV. It was pretty funny. But you guys, I think that is it for our life update this week. Not too much going on in my life. I'm going to see my mom on Thursday this week. She is inching up on three years sober. You guys, May 21st is her third year of sobriety. I'm just over the moon happy for her. Her birthday is the day before my wedding anniversary. So 
I am going up to see her on Thursday to take her out to lunch for her birthday. And I'm very excited for that. I got to get her a nice little gift. I'm not sure what I'm going to get her yet, but I am really excited to see her. And I'm just so proud of her three years sober freaking blows me away. I don't for a single second take her sobriety for granted. It means the absolute, absolute world to me. And I'm just so grateful for the way that we are rebuilding our relationship. And as always, I'm so grateful for you for being a part of it and being such a support system for me and my life and my family. You're incredible. And I love you and adore you. And you mean so much to me. And I'm so grateful that you are a part of my world. I would love to ask if you haven't already, if you would please leave a rating and review here on the Queen of Pep Talks podcast. It is so appreciated as I've shared with you a million times over your ratings and reviews are helpful in allowing the podcast to be found by people who aren't already connected with me. When you leave a rating or a review, it allows the algorithm to pick up the podcast and recommend it to more people who need the messages that I share here on the queen of pep talks podcast. So I would greatly appreciate if you would take two minutes out of your day to do that. Please know that your support for me does not ever go unappreciated. You mean so much to me and I can't even put into words how grateful I am for you. Every single time one of you reach out and tells me that my podcast or my coaching or my courses is impactful for you, it brings tears to my eyes. I will never lose sight of the reason why I started this business. I want to make a positive impact on you and I dedicate literally everything I have to figuring out how to best serve those of you who are in my world and allow me to serve you on a regular basis. So thank you. I love you so very much. And I will talk to you on Monday's episode of the queen of pep talks podcast. See you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you were inspired by today's pep talk, be sure to share it with me by leaving a rating and review on iTunes so I can keep the encouragement coming your way. I hope you know that your support in helping me grow the podcast this year, it means so much to me. If we aren't already connected on social media, head over to join Jessica XO on Instagram or join the join Jessica XO free Facebook community for even more content that will inspire you to show up in your life to the best of your ability. Make sure you check out the show notes of today's episode for links to freebies, upcoming opportunities to work with me, and ways that we can stay connected outside of the podcast. I love you so much, and I cannot wait to chat with you on the next episode of the Queen of Pep Talks podcast. In the meantime, go fuck this day up in the best way possible. 